exciting week. I am your humble truth-seeking host, Ralph DeLutis, and this is Truth is Stranger Than Fiction. Um, I have got a million things I want to talk about today. Um, one of which, Brian and I were just kind of started the conversation before the show um, about not so much Ezra's eagle. We've talked about that before. But um, he reminded me of a point that I think is worth mentioning. Um, if Ezra's eagle is true and correct, and in my opinion, the word of God is always correct and true. Um, the question is, is this the word of God, right? Um, this is apocryphal writings, um, some which of which are true, some are not. So that would be your job as one of the sons and daughters of a loving father in heaven to seek truth and determine that for yourself. But if it is true... Um, then Trump's term will be the longest of anyone on that wing. There will be five uh, that come after him, and each will have a shorter term in succession. So each one gets shorter and shorter. Um, I think it's a, a, a spiraling, you know, the, the, the evil kingdom always kills their own. You know, it's, it's, it's not hard to, to see what, what could happen, but interesting stuff. I want to talk first about... Oh, this week in science, there is just so much dribble up there. It's hard to keep track. But I think some of these are, are just we have to talk about because they're just too important. Um, a lot of these are, in fact, most of these are from the the Mighty Nature magazine, which, you know, it doesn't get any more true than that, right? Um, on the correlation between, this is a quote from the headline, on the correlation between solar activity and large earthquakes worldwide. This is kind of a theme we've heard before, but they're acknowledging more and more. Of course, they don't acknowledge it on Fox News or CNN or any of the government-controlled news agencies. And yes, I would put faults squarely in that category. But um, they don't uh, acknowledge it there, but in the haughty halls of academia, it's widely recognized that the sun controls everything. Duh, like that should be an obvious, right? Um, so anyway, the other one I wanted to talk about that goes along with that one, I got to skip ahead, pardon me if I, um, forest margins might be more, uh, forest regions might be more resilient to climate change than previously thought. Have you ever noticed they always make a model. The model's almost always wrong, or really always wrong. And then they're always surprised that the model's wrong, but then they somehow twist it into saying, this proves our place, right? Like they're always wrong. They lie to you on purpose. They get paid to lie to you. And then they're always surprised by the results. And by the end of this episode, like the black holes, like everything else, they're telling you how lucky you are that we're here to advise you about what the science really is, right? Uh, warming temperatures are driving Arctic greening. Isn't that weird that uh, underneath all that melting ice, you know what is up there? Rainforests, greenery. That's because that used to be not the North Pole and Antarctica. That used to be more towards the equator. Um, crustal shift is a scientific fact, if you ask me. Um, the other article that I thought went along with this was not in uh, – this was in Cambridge. Um, Bristol scientists shine light on tiny crystals behind unexpected violent eruptions. Uh, in a new study of volcanic processes, Bristol scientists have demonstrated the role nanolights, these are little crystals, I would say all matter because all matter, in my opinion, is little crystals. All energy is what creates matter. Matter is energy. Um, so these all matter can be vibrated by these cosmic rays, which are coming in regardless of what you believe, right? You, you can be a, cl a climate denier like me, or you can be a, a lockstep Rockefeller scientist, pure atheist, whatever. You cannot deny that we are in cosmic maximum. There is more cosmic rays coming in to our atmosphere right now than ever has happened for at least 12,000 years. So, and that's measured. That's a simple, like using a voltmeter to check voltage. We are in an unprecedented, unprecedented high level of cosmic rays. Cosmic rays, unlike solar wind, which is what this article and many others point out is the threat, but that's not the, that's not where cosmic rays come from. We don't really know where cosmic rays come from. They come from outside our solar system. Many of these are so small and so fast. They come through our 
magnetosphere and our magnetic shield. They could go right through your body, right through the earth, right on out and keep right on trucking and not hit anything. They're that fast and they're that small. But unfortunately, most of them do hit something along the way and they cause a cascading effect. This is what causes cloud nucleation. This is why our future is cold. Forget what these guys are telling you. Every model says the same thing. The future is going to be cold. Um, I don't think it's going to, in my personal opinion, it's going to be a super long period. I don't think we're in for 100 years of little ice age, anything like that. But before this gets done, we're going to have some serious cold weather, guys. Um, uh, anyway, this uh, article goes on to uh, say that uh, increased cosmic rays will cause increased volcanism, which is just a fact. So we're going to see increased volcanism, and you can bet your bottom dollar they will blame it on global warming and you driving your SUV to work or cows farting in Oklahoma or whatever. But that is not the case. That is a lie. It is a deliberate lie. Give it no heed. Um, okay, I want to talk about my, uh, just briefly, the James Webb Telescope, an amazing device. There's no question there's some really cool stuff that, that NASA does. It's just a shame they work for the dark side. But um, this James Webb, Webb Telescope, this is one of my favorite things. I shouldn't say favorite things to make fun of, but... So the theory is, and you guys have heard this, right? These super telescopes like Webb and Hubble, they're looking back to the early universe. This article and the assertion really throughout is that when we look at, at galaxies that are billions of light years away, that we are actually looking at the early universe. I mean, forget... Forget the fact that mainstream government-ran academia has zero proven theories on what energy even is. Zero understanding of what light is, or time really, at least not as taught in academia. You will find no reasonable explanation for light or energy or even magnetism in any university handbook. I mean, that's, I guess, my opinion, but any honest person that's physicists will tell you, yeah, we, we have no idea what makes a magnet work. No idea. Um, but yet we pretend that this picture we've taken of a faraway galaxy, which in my opinion might just be just past Pluto. These theories are all, it's just so, uh, w once you dig into it, I would, if you're into this sort of thing and you really like the deep dive and you're a nerd, um, Dr. Robitaille, he's actually the inventor of the MRI machine. He's a, he's a real scientist that makes real things in the real world. Um, unfortunately, in our world, all the real discoveries are sucked up by DARPA and the cabal and the uh, banking cartels. But uh, Dr. Robitaille is one of the few that's actually bucked that and on his own dime is pushing forward. And he is brilliant. His, uh, he has a YouTube channel called Sky Scholar. Um, check it out. His uh, explanations are sometimes kind of hard. He's like a triple PhD, brilliant man. Um, but he talks about this a lot. But that we can look at this galaxy far away and pretend that we're looking at the beginnings of our universe is just so laughable. It's ridiculous that it poses as science. And this ties together with the first, first ever image of a black hole is now a movie. Can you believe they're going to... On your stolen dime, you know, this would all be funny if it wasn't all financed on money that they steal from me and you, right? Or actually rob from me and you. Um, the first ever image of a black hole is now a movie. Pictures created from the observations of the stormy evolution over the... Anyway, I don't even want to give this... We're going to run out of time in this segment. And I haven't talked about several science uh, stories. But this, this black hole thing, man, it almost hurts. Okay, this one's important. Earth's magnetic field can reverse poles ridiculously quicker, qu quickly, more uh, more quickly than ever thought possible. Um, this article is important. I'm going to read just briefly from it. Like the invisible force field around the Death Star, Earth's magnetic field surrounds and protects our planet from the hottest, most statically charged particles the sun can throw our way and cosmic rays, but it doesn't have that. This shield, the natural product of molten iron swirling around the planet's core, eh, that's funny, has, our, has, the, has had our backs for billions of years, eh, anyway, and prevented Earth from becoming an irradiated, electrified wasteland. That is true. Now and then, though the shield, every now and then, this shield lets down its guard. 
which is what's happening now. You know, it's funny, molten iron, I'm a machinist by trade and an engineer, and I see molten iron all the time, and I've seen molten iron swirling, and I have never seen a single nano Tesla ever produced by a swirling molten iron uh, uh, vat or anything. But yet, for some reason, our core, the molten iron there is magic, and it produces anyway. It's pretty, pretty laughable. But anyway, we are going to get into Adam and Eve and uh, the Lost Books of Eden and tie it into what's happening today after this short break. We'll see you then. Balance of Nature changing the world one life at a time. I've had a lot of really great days back to back, which has been a huge blessing. Even my doctor told me, uh, because they asked me to bring everything in that I take on a daily basis. He was very encouraged by seeing what I was taking. And he he said he didn't care how many I had. He said it's food. And the form that it's in was something that he was very, because uh, he's an avid learner and he's always researching and uh, he's he's always excited to see new things. And he told me this would be good. This will help you immensely with the nutrition that you need. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Start your journey to better health today by calling 1-800-2468-751 or by going to balanceofnature.com. And make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code USA. The healthcare enrollment period has just ended. Did you miss it? Don't go a whole year without having a healthcare program. Sign up for Liberty HealthShare today. As a Christian healthcare sharing ministry, they are not insurance. So you can still sign up. There's no open enrollment period. You can sign up now. And you can pick the program of your choice. You get to select your doctors and your hospital. They have programs for single individuals, for couples, and families. Best of all, there are no contracts. And plans start at only $199 per month. Go to libertyhealthshare.org backslash Joe Carey. That's libertyhealthshare.org backslash Joe Carey, K-E-R-R-Y. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic, and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. If you haven't switched to Pure Talk USA, you're probably paying too much for your cell service. Pure Talk covers 99% of the country, and plans start at just $20 per line with no contract and a one-month risk-free guarantee. You've got nothing to lose. You can even keep your phone and your number. Get 50% off your first month when you call now. Just go to puretalkusa.com and enter promo code HALFOFF. That's puretalkusa.com, promo code HALFOFF. Okay, everybody, welcome back. Sorry I uh, had to cram that article into a short space. I get really honestly upset when these arrogant people deliberately lie to us, financed by money that they steal from us. Um, Yeah, anyway, I I apologize if I might seem a little negative. I I try to not be negative. I try to be positive, but, you know, I also have to be honest. But there is one or two more that I think we need to cover. We'll, We'll just use this one. Experts. Anything that starts with experts, just shut your ears, right? You know what follows is going to be drivel. Experts. The sun's increasing solar flares could cause major problems. Um, the earth, if the earth's, if the climate crisis on earth doesn't fill you with anxiety, then maybe the fluctuations in space weather will. 
Like the Earth, the sun experiences different phases during its cycle. Officials from the U.S. Uh, Ocean from NOAA say that the sun is entering its solar maximum phase, where activity like solar flares increases. I didn't realize this article was that bad. We're actually into the 11-year cycle, yes, a small maximum, but we're descending into grand solar minimum. That's why our shield is failing. Solar flares can affect life on Earth. Anyway, long story short is this uh, ties into the Beaufort Gyre, which right now is stuck. Um, the short version of that is a massive – I hate using uh, mainstream media terms, but you've heard the word climate bomb. Well, there's a real – climate bomb and it has a name its name is the Beaufort gyre this is a massive vortexing body of water bigger than the continental united states that is uh, cycling round and round and round and getting bigger and bigger and bigger chuck full of cold fresh water when this mechanism releases and we don't really fully understand what drives it and when it will release but it will release and it will pour cold fresh water into the atlantic ocean and here again the result is going to be cold um, sea ice will get much thicker much colder uh, the oceans in general and this will resort in result in havoc like we've never seen um, to be really honest, not to be a doomsdayer, but that's another thing to watch for. Lastly, the Antarctic ice sheet melt. Um, not caused by global warming, but it is absolutely melting. It's melting mostly due to volcanism, which is going to increase. Um, and here's a – this is from the article in Nature magazine. Ice sheet processes are not now included in state-of-the-art uh, climate prediction simulations. That's because, you know what else isn't included in these uh, state-of-the-art climate predicting simulations? The sun. Like, duh. Um, we found that the future melt water coming off Antarctica leads to huge amounts of thick sea ice around the continent. With higher greenhouse emissions, the ice sheet melts faster. That's, as you well know, is a lie. Um, which in turn leads to more fresh water flowing to the ocean and more sea ice production. That is very true. And uh, it goes on to say this will affect whether uh, a global cooling scenario, cooling global temperatures worldwide. I guess they're going to keep blaming that on global warming, and I guess it doesn't really matter as long as you know it's going to get cold. So, you know, don't be afraid. I like warm weather too, but might have to endure some cold. Uh, go to... Get you some warm clothing. If you got kids that are growing up, make sure you have an extra outfit or two for them laying around. You're going to need it event eventually anyway, right? I know we're all struggling. You know, you can go to places like thrift stores, Salvation Army, wherever you got to. Make sure you have a couple outfits for yourself, for your family. And then if you got the means and the times, you know, pack a trailer with some warm clothes. People are going to need it. You will be a huge blessing to those around you. Anyway, enough about that. I want to move on. I was reading an article earlier this week from a guy named Benjamin – is it Benjamin Rush? Am I adding – Michael B. Rush. Obviously, Benjamin Rush was a different Rush of a very high character. But um, Benjamin B. Rush, he is an author of several books, one of which is Remnant Shall Return. And he was the original Ezra Eagle author. And I don't think he was the original, original discoverer of the correlation between the great eagle kingdom being America and um, the feathers being its presidents. But he he's the most widely quoted. He also has another article that I found fascinating. And it, let me call it up here. Um, it's basically about the, the, the kingdom of Satan. And I don't want to quote a lot from this, but... Um, <laughs> it is interesting to note that from the – and this is – everything I'm, I'm going to tell you today is from the apocryphal writings of Adam and Eve. There are two books. Um, and you know, it's funny. I, as a Christian and as a member in my church, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we talk about Adam and Eve. It's, it's part of um, some of our most sacred ceremonies in our temples and such. And there were some things in here that really kind of struck me, some repeated – as I read, and I'll be honest, some of this stuff was left me scratching my head thinking, what? You know, it, it's it's a lot to take in. I would recommend reading it. I, I think if you do it 
prayerfully and you listen to your little in, internal truth detector, I think you can pick out some real amazing points. To me, this was it was really telling. Um, let me tell you a couple points that I that really jumped out at me. For one, um, Satan over and over again repeatedly tries to impersonate God. He not just in the uh, in the Garden of Eden as the serpent, which everybody knows about that, but he did it many times. Um, and he actually had him fooled a couple times. And the other thing that I, I really found interesting that eventually the children of Z- of Jared, who was I think he was like third or fourth from Adam, fifth somewhere in there. Um, it was Adam, Seth, uh, Enos. Uh, I'm going to get it wrong, but I think I believe he was like five generations down the road. Um, Adam Adam has now died, so we're we're at least a thousand years into the into the uh, this eternal round. Let's call it that. And uh, the children of Cain, who are producing much more children, they're having free love. It's like a great hippie festival down there at the bottom of this mountain. And this and the hemlines are getting shorter. The music's getting louder. And we have evil, dark um, archangels that are teaching these children of Cain how to make weapons, how to melt steel. We've talked about Cain becoming the first producer of currency. He was the first known uh, banker which is kind of interesting. I think that's still a gig he's eyeball deep in. He still does that today. But how the children of Jared were lured down. And the thing that struck me hands down the most is over and over, it is talked about a covenant between Adam and Eve. And they're constantly referring, God's constantly referring to this great covenant that they made. Um, It ties into an altar. Adam is making sacrifices on this altar and praying with his arms raised to heaven. Now, I thought to myself, I've heard this before somewhere. I couldn't quite place where because it's been a while since I've been to church because, yeah, of COVID-1984. But there are so many amazing nuggets of truth in here, one of which I I also thought was really interesting. Near the end, uh, Adam and Eve lived in a cave. I believe in uh, the book, it's called uh, the Cave of Treasures or something like that. And the reason it's called the Cave of Treasures, one of the last times uh, the angels actually spoke with Adam and Eve, and they were really bummed. They really had a hard time with this. They didn't like the the dreary world any better than you and I like it. But um, one of the conciliatory prizes, I guess, almost, or the things that it was dark in the cave. So the angel gave um, Adam and Eve, and this is, I believe, Sariel, uh, gold, a bunch of bars of rods, it says, of gold, which was lit up and it came from the garden. He, they gave him two other things. Um, and these were to be gifts for the king of kings when he comes in the meridian of time. And also it constantly mentions the return of Adam to the garden and the king of king, king of kings in glory five and a half days or five and a half thousand years from the period we're talking about. And you know what the other gifts were? They were frankincense and they were myrrh. Isn't that interesting? When Adam died, these were taken to Middle Earth to be given to the king when he was born into this world. And we know that actually happened. So where did they come from? Well, according to this, they came from Middle Earth. Anyway, we'll talk a little bit more about that and some other interesting facts from the book of Adam and Eve after this short break. Radio News with Chris Barnes. The Democrats say you shouldn't do it. Why? We have a lot of time. At a Jacksonville, Florida rally last night, President Trump makes his case for filling a Supreme Court vacancy before Election Day. Let me ask you the one simple question. If it was them instead of us, 
Do you think they do it? Trump will announce his nominee to succeed the late Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg at 5 p.m. Eastern tomorrow. Today, Ginsburg becomes the first woman to ever lie in state at the U.S. Capitol. One of two Louisville cops shot during protests on Wednesday out of the hospital less than 24 hours later. He was shot during a protest that broke out over a decision not to directly charge any officer with the killing of Breonna Taylor back in March. And you're listening to USA Radio News. So there's this guy named Jordan, and he's a healthy guy. He's a dad of six, and he works as a guide in Alaska. But then he goes to the doctor, and he's diagnosed with cancer, stage four. And here's the thing. He had switched from medical insurance to MediShare, which is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry. So the question for Jordan and his wife Jenny was, Is this really going to work? Our medical bills exceeded $160,000. MediShare members shared all our bills. And it was about more than just the money, too. This is a real community. MediShare is is a family, a group of people that stick with you through the hardest times of your life. I just don't know how I could have done it without MediShare. It's so worth looking into. There's a reason this is growing so fast. If you want to find out more, here's a number for you. 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. The powerful head of the Vatican's saint-making office, Cardinal Angelo Bichu, has resigned suddenly from that post, renouncing his rights as a cardinal amid a financial scandal that has reportedly implicated him indirectly. The Vatican providing no further details on why the Pope accepted his resignation in a statement issued late Thursday. President Trump applauding news that Pac-12 college football's back on. The conference now set to kick off a seven-game season on the 6th of November, reversing a decision to not play because of COVID concerns. Pac-12 Commissioner Larry Scott says after securing daily testing for athletes and being given the green light from state and local health officials, they voted unanimously to lift a moratorium on competition. We know how badly our student-athletes want to compete, but that we, we would only do so when we felt that we could do so safely. The president tweeting congratulations to players, families, and coaches for getting back on track. This is USA Radio News. All right, everybody, welcome back. I don't want to, we're talking briefly about the book of Adam and Eve, and I I had a point for this. I'm not just diving into a, to me, these are facts. Um, You look at the uh, opposite teachings of the origins of man, and you all know the story, the Darwinian evolution model, for which there is absolutely no proof. Speciality has never, don't let them tell you any different um, and this isn't just my opinion. I, I've, I've, I know many, many, many uh, biologists. I know people that teach biology at BYU. Um, the most prominent, well, I guess some people would say U of U is the most prominent university in Utah, but it doesn't really matter. They both teach the same crap science, the same Rockefeller lies, um, which is Dar- Darwinian evolution, the origins of life, the origins of the universe, right? There's not proof for any speciality, not just in animals. There's no proof that a, a mouse has ever turned into a bat or, you know, a dog ever turned into some other animal. Um, but there's also not even proof of that in the plant world, barley turning into wheat or anything else. There's zero proof of it anywhere. But still, it's taught as a fact. Um, So to me, why can't it be just at least on a level playing field? The origins of the Adam and and, uh, Eve books, um, without getting into too much details, comes from ancient Egypt. Some of the oldest writings we have from ancient Egypt, in fact. Um, We don't have any way of know to know for sure who the author was. But ancient Egypt came from the Tower of Babel, which came from Ararat. There is mountains of proof of that, and not just in the Bible. Um, There is lots of proof all over the world for all the things in the Bible, but none of this ever makes it into um, academic books. And I don't, I mean, I think I know why, but it's it's definitely sad. Um, So to me, this is um, as good a history book as we have. And there's a repeated uh, lesson to us in here. And um, as we look... I wanted to talk briefly about this whole, you know, I, I like some of you wasn't super uh, 
let's just say I didn't rush out to buy flowers for our dearly departed uh, if she did recently die Brian do you think she really did die recently or do you think she's been dead for like a couple years I've honestly wondered I, I'm not so sure that wasn't a frozen corpse with servo motors in a, and a speaker box to be real honest with you but but I'm I shouldn't say that some people are going to think I'm the devil for even saying that about a, a little old lady but to me this was a satanic priestess and it after an order, you know, I know there are probably good judges out there, but there's been so many courtrooms that this whole Supreme Court, and, and Brian, you, you know so much more about the Constitution than me, but as I understand it, the Supreme Court, I, I know Jefferson said that the judicial branch should be the least troublesome of all the branches, but yet here we are acting like the Supreme Court is the high word of law in the land. They're not. These guys their twisted view of themselves it's pretty it's pretty amazing what we've turned into and because none of us actually read the constitution let alone spend any time in the federalist papers or understanding what the real high of law of land is we believe it the supreme court has no power to make law does it i know we pretend that these precedences are law but they're not they're opinions in 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 my world, machine we make we make parts to drawings, and anytime there's a reference dimension, this is something that helps you make the part, helps helps the uh, true this part be realized, and so you don't have to do the math. And for clarity, they'll give you dimensions in parentheses. We call those reference dimensions. I think, as I understand it, court decisions, these precedents are references by which we can say, okay, well, these guys thought that, that's a good point. And then the judge maybe can take that into an account, but it is by no, uh, Roe versus Wade is not the law of the land. That is ridiculous. It is no law at all. It is only a law for Roe and Wade. And even then only if it can pass constitutional muster, right? But here we are pretending that this is all about getting another one of those people in black robes to, uh, sit on the court. Um, anyway, my, my point is, I guess, I think we need to be careful in putting our hope in any of this. Um, I like a lot of the things Donald Trump has done, but I honestly feel very uncomfortable when I hear people around me trusting so heavily in Donald Trump. Um, who we can trust in is uh, the God of heaven, and we can trust in what he says. And there's one thing that we see over and over again, and I think this is so incredibly interesting from Adam back uh, all the way up through Moses to our founding fathers. We have a repeated um, uh, occurrence between the God of heaven and his servants, and that is covenants. Covenants have been uh, his way of um, exercising uh, yes, his will in his kingdom from the very beginning. We look at Moses, and here again, Moses was a real figure. There is an incredible amount of evidence of everything that happened to him. There's writings in Egypt. None of it's ever put into history books. I, I've I've spoke several times uh, to a, a, a guy named Jonathan Gray, who's an archaeologist, who's actually – I think he has like a hundred and something dives now in the Red Sea. They have mapped out the entire path where the children of Israel crossed. The columns are there exactly where Solomon put them in the Old Testament. We can read about this. They've been found. One's on in the Israel side. One is on uh, the Saudi Arabia side, Saudi Arabia side. Um, and in between, in about a 20 meter wide swath, we have about 20,000 men and chariots that are coralized for all to see. But you're not going to hear about any of that in any history book. Your kids are certainly not going to be taught that. And why is that? Well, I think it's part of the uh, greater conspiracy. I heard um, Joel, Joel Skousen talking about it this morning. There is, I think it's so important. And I think if we simple, simple, simplify things down a little bit, um, I think you could sum it up in a sentence or two that in this world, and this is, you know, this is, uh, this is a prison planet, kind of, so to speak, right? Um, all the minions of Satan, they've been cast down here. They're, they're here uh, and into this planet was sent you and me, right, at this time. And, I, and this is such an exciting time, too. I, I, 
I have a hard time being negative about it, to be real honest, um, because we have all the information in front of us. We just need to, you know, I talk a lot about fear and I talk a lot about anger and how these things can suck the energy out of you. I think the probably even worse than any of these, my sons would tell you my least favorite word in the whole world is the word unbelief. I hate unbelief. Unbelief is disgusting and it is not the same as faithless. Unbelief is believing these things like, hey, I believe that maybe Moses was real, but I don't believe any of that can be real for me. Um, that's not true. Anyway, um, I do know that God has not softened his rigid, unmovable stance for free agency and liberty. I know that's true. And I also know that the dark ones have not changed how deeply they hate me and you. They hate and their hate uh, their hatreds towards us will never go away, and they will never stop conspiring to destroy us and des to destroy our liberty. These are facts. So I get a little bit, I guess, saddened when I hear people putting their trust in. I was talking to a good good neighbor of mine last night who's a good Christian guy, and he gets a lot of things. You know, he he understands how corrupt Mitt Romney is, which is better than most people around this town, um, really seems to get a lot. And he was telling me last night how excited he is because he gets to take the new flu shot before most people get to. He was like thinking he's going to be out in front of folks, right? Because he's got he, – because of his place, he's a – I better not talk too much about him. I don't have his permission. But I thought, what in the world? I think it is so important to realize and understand that this is Satan's world right now. It won't be forever. His time is very short. And um, he has a council that is a council of 12. They run the central banks, the central banking cartels of this world, and they have institutionalized corruption and evil in all the governments of this world. And that's just a fact, right? And so based on that, we can make our decisions accordingly and be very um, very diligent in uh, doing our own homework on things like vaccines. And the more I dig into these things, the more amazed I am at how out in the open they are if you just spend the time to look into them. Like Louis Pasteur, the uh, father of vaccines, his work held up as, you know, being the amazing groundbreaking work that saved billions of lives across the globe. That's just not true. He admitted it at the end of his life, kind of like, kind of like um, Einstein admitted at the end of his life that Tesla was right about pretty much everything and that the theory of relativity was just a novelty, right? But you'll never hear about that um, because we have an organized kingdom against us, but we have great defense against it. And I want to talk about that in our final segment, along with this, uh, the end of this 5,000 year period or five and a half thousand years mentioned in the apocryphal Adam and Eve. Um, and we will visit that right after this short break. Sebastian Gorka here. Maybe you've been hearing about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that helps a person's body deal with inflammation and pain. You've heard all the wonderful testimonials. Well, I have my own testimonial. For many years, my lower back pain was becoming a serious problem. The short story is, I finally gave it a try, and now I'm out of pain too. So if you're in pain, you can order the three-week quick start for just $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com. Hi, this is Dennis Prager, and we just launched a new PragerTopia membership called PragerTopia Unlimited. Members can listen to any and all audio programs that are in the Dennis Prager store. That's over 400 programs to choose from, show segments, talks, lectures, courses, even full access to all five books of my Torah teaching. For a limited time, an annual PragerTopia Unlimited membership is only $119. Join PragerTopia Unlimited today. Go to PragerTopia.com. The healthcare enrollment period has just ended. Did you miss it? Don't go a whole year without having a healthcare program. Sign up for Liberty Health Share today. 
as a Christian healthcare sharing ministry, they are not insurance. So you can still sign up. There's no open enrollment period. You can sign up now and you can pick the program of your choice. You get to select your doctors and your hospital. They have programs for single individuals, for couples and families. Best of all, there are no contracts. And plans start at only $199 per month. Go to libertyhealthshare.org backslash Joe Carey. That's libertyhealthshare.org backslash Joe Carey, K-E-R-R-Y. With a recession ending, if you've been putting off building your business, now is the time to act. General Steel will meet or beat any price on a pre-engineered steel building of the same size and specifications. Act now before steel prices go up. So call us today for free information. Call 800-965-1290. Hi, this is Stan Ellsworth. You know, I know a little bit about history. I mean, me and that Harley and all. But social media, well, that's a mystery to me. So I turned to the good folks at Little Cloud. They helped me develop my social media. They call it an online footprint. I'm a pretty big guy. Little Cloud, they've created a pretty big online presence for me. Let them help you. Visit their website. Visit my friends at littlecloudmedia.com. Okay, everybody, welcome back. Um, I want to talk briefly about what we see going on around us today because it's, I know a lot of people, you know, it's crazy. 2020 has been just such an amazing year. Evil is so much more out in the open right now and, and it's so much more brazen. And I think that's going to increase. And I think, I think this is, for many reasons, but one of which we are literally moving into a higher energy portion of our galaxy. And I think the evil is going to get more evil. And likewise, the good will get more, more good. I know that's not correct English, but I'm, you've probably noticed I'm not a big English kind of a guy. Um, but, and we can observe these things happening around us. Can't we? And as I look at, um, at evil conspiring against us. Take, take Ruth Bader Ginsburg, an, an open enemy of the Constitution. She fought against it openly, said it was there were several other constitutions in the world better than our Constitution. And she was she advocated for lowering the age of cons- consent for children to have sex to pretty much no no age limit. Right, Brian? I think I think she argued for that many times, like just this dark, dark priestess and. We're going to have so much more of that going forward. And I think it's super important to understand the nature of what's going on. Way back 6,000 years ago, we have this book. Um, I'd never even heard. I'd heard of the books of Adam and Eve, but honestly didn't know much about them until I sat down and tried to read them. And I was shocked about all of the reoccurring things that we see happen today. We have Satan posing to be God, and we have that today. More than ever, don't we? You know, we we have some of the names and faces have, have changed now. Now Bill Gates wants to save you from the the COVID boogeyman. Um, we got churches being closed while casinos and abortion kin- clinics are are in full swing. Um, the kingdom of Satan is definitely going to be rising. But along with that, we have a covenant of the most powerful being in the universe that we are. The children of a promised day. That is a fact. And we should we should be jumping out of bed with a hurrah every morning like we just won the eternal lottery. We're here. We're here at this time, um, especially those of you listening that are in the promised land of the United States of America. Um, you're going to have a front row seat of the amazing times. We're going to see we're going to see the sign of Jonah in four years. The sign of Jonah's fulfillment, making an X over a little known little area, a little county called Jackson County, a little place called Adamon Diamond. 
um, how interesting it is if you believe like I do that that was the Garden of Eden, and I believe it was, a guy who was really good, one of the best guessers in the history of guessing, Joseph Smith, pointed out where the uh, altar of Adam was and where Adam on Diamond was. Um, and that is exactly where this solar eclipse is going to cross paths and make in a recreation of the uh, ancient sign that happened over Nineveh because they knew, unlike us, they knew what the stars and the planets and the bodies were created for. They were created as signs, but that word isn't even translated correctly. That word in the Hebrew, tav, is warnings. Um, they are warnings to us. And we're going to have an extron by the sun and the moon right across our heartland in a place called Adam on Diamond, where according to the book of Adam and Eve, Adam is going to be able to again return in five and a half thousand years. Now, I can't point to that day exactly. In my humble opinion, it's 2024-ish or somewhere thereafter, or maybe before, or maybe it's even happened. Um, but definitely... We can point to uh, what generation these things are going to come around. We can see them happening now, and we know how this ends. So don't even think of letting the dark ones get you down. This is exciting. It's an exciting time. It's a time to prepare for sure. Um, it's not a time to fall asleep at the wheel and whatever you do. Don't be, uh, don't be putting down your sword and your shield at this time. This is not a time to uh, take a little spin in pornography or some other dark thing. Okay, this is the time where we want to increase our spiritual horsepower, I like to call it. Um, it is super important because whether there's 10 of us or 10,000 of us or 10 million of us, we will restore, restore liberty in this land. Um, the God of heaven, uh, Jesus Christ, his son, they are immovable in liberty. Um and while, while some of the churches, you know, of this world, which in my opinion, some of which have been infiltrated by the dark ones, of course, why wouldn't they infiltrate such places, right? Um, liberty isn't spoken of with the fervor that it once was. And maybe kind of like Jeremiah's time, eventually Israel's day of repentance was passed. And that great prophetic warner, Jeremiah, was resigned to saying, obey Babylon and win or not obey Babylon and win, obey Babylon and live, um, which maybe we're in a time period like that. Maybe that's part of why some of the, some of the great Christian voices that used to, used to lead us in liberty or, or more, uh, just kind of stick into the primary lessons, right? Um, well, maybe that's what we need right now, but I, uh, have a great surety and confidence that if we turn to these things that we learn from this. I know for a fact that there is a coralized uh, army at the bottom of the Red Sea, and there's a message in that for us. One man, this servant, um, Moses, was empowered to put that army there, to split an ocean and lead a people to liberty. And it was a long road, right? They wandered a good time, and they had a, a, a lot of struggling along the way, and, and we certainly are going to have our struggles too. But I know for a fact this right hand of the Lord, as Isaiah called him, will also come uh, come along and be like a Moses in our day. And I have 100% confidence in this. So I look to that and do the best I can day in and day out to make sure I'm not getting sucked into the uh, fear and, and anger and everything else. I have a lot of friends that are you know, big Second Amendment people, and they think we should be preparing for some civil war. I don't know. I, My gut feeling is save your, save your life and save your ammo for the, uh, maybe for the Chinese and the Russians that are going to be coming, the left hand of the Lord, because unfortunately, in order for the great good to happen on the earth, the great evil has to happen first. Um, that shouldn't really surprise anybody. But taking up arms against my neighbor is absolutely not what I want to do. Um, I want to love my neighbor, and that's what I'm going to do. Um, but we all need to choose for ourselves. Um, Brian, how much time do we have left? I don't think we have about two and a half minutes. Um, I want to talk just briefly. No, we're not going to. I want to talk a little bit about some of the pre-Adamite civilizations, but let me just give you a little taste of this. Um, 
One of my favorite books, and I know I've quoted from it before, is a book called uh, Dead Men's Secrets. A guy named Ron Wyatt, Jonathan Gray, and, and a couple other uh, guys on their team. These were, these were non-Smithsonian uh, Institute digs around the world that they did on their own dime uh, and, and on their own time. And some of the amazing things that have been discovered, like this spark plug. This is uh, in a geode, cut in half, and this thing is from Texas. And these guys were hunting geodes, like many of you have seen. Maybe you have some friends that have done this. You know, you find these geodes and you bring them home and you, you cut them in half with your rock saw. Well, in this geode, uh, it ruined a rock saw and um, it ruined a couple more rock saws. Finally got this thing open and inside was a perfect little, it was actually pretty good size. It was probably two inches in diameter, about six inches long, a spark plug, um, a ceramic encasing, a tungsten carbide filament. A spark plug. It's a pretty simple device, and it can't be really used for anything other than making a spark gap, which is a high-frequency energy uh, propagation in the ether. This thing, they say, is, I think, it, I think it was like one billion years old or something. I, I'm very suspicious of carbon dating. To me, they have a dartboard. Um, but it was definitely, I mean, in order for it to be put into this geode by nature, this thing is hundreds of thousands of years old, which to me is... One of the many, many, many pieces of, of evidence that Adam wasn't the first guy to walk on this particular planet. I, I, in my opinion, we've had many eternal rounds. This is an ongoing battle. This is a big climactic battle. This is the most evil Earth of, of this eternal round, possibly of many eternal rounds, because so much is being poured into it. And into this great battle, God sent you and God sent me. Um, we should be excited. We have got uh, great days ahead of us, some some rough days too, but my friends, it is going to be amazing. So as we wind up our little discussion this week, I want to encourage you guys to spend some time with your kids, uh, make sure you're saying your prayers, and uh, yeah, look forward with hope, guys. We have got amazing, amazing things ahead. I want to talk a little bit more about these uh, pre-Adamite civilizations next week. It's going to be good, so make sure you tune in, and we'll see you then. God bless, and bye-bye.